0: Welcome to the Week 5 edition of the News and Records HS Extra Football Pep Talk Podcast. I am Joe Serrera, and I am joined once again this week by Spencer Turkin. Spencer, we want to talk about four games this week, and we want to start with Grimsley at the number one team in our poll, East Forsyth.
1: Yeah, uh, look, the Eagles are flying high right now, Joe. That's the best way to describe them, a defense that is beyond nasty. I mean, that front seven is just... Atrocious if you're an offensive line yeah. to deal with, and Grimsley's O line is okay, but they're not at the level of that East Forsyth front seven. Right, and the way that they play and put pressure on in the box, uh, it's going to be a long night for for the Worlies. I think uh, you know, Braven Faison Walden obviously uh, can only do so much, right. and he will not be able to run inside the tackles. I yeah. can tell you that.
0: Yeah, this game is gonna be a real challenge for him. You know, he this game, the Dudley game, the Page game are the games where they really need him to, to do something on just about every touch he has of the football and maybe make some plays on defense. But that, as you said, that East for team, huge offensive line, great great front on defense. I mean the things that East Forsyth has, that line play and that defense, are the kind of things that win state championships and the kind of things that help them come awfully close to knocking off Charlotte Mallard Creek last year. You know, they, they lost some guys, but they still got a lot back. And you know, they're not running up huge scores on people, but they're not giving up points. And that that's going to show as the season goes on. No,
1: their defense is much better than... Than last year. Yeah. And the offense is probably a half a step behind, Mm -hmm. but the defense is at least a full step ahead. Yeah. And that would mean that they're at least a half a step ahead. And they were less than a half a step away from beating Charlotte Mallard Creek last year. Yeah.
0: And they're using Madison Cohn a lot more on offense, not in spots When, when he can make a play for them. And, you know, we know what a playmaker he is on the defensive side of the ball. He's got that ability on the offensive side of the ball, too. And, that makes them even more dangerous, but I mean, from a Grimsley standpoint, they they need they need a few plays from from Braylon Faison Walden, and they need something from uh, the sophomore changeup back that they've had, Bourne Lassane. I saw him with a couple of really nice runs against uh, Athens Drive of Raleigh, 40 yard plus runs, and Braylon said he's a kid that's going to be going to be the featured back next year and and even as time goes on but that is a really tough matchup for Grimsley uh you know give them a lot of credit the the for their non-conference schedule for some of the teams that they're playing but that that is a a tough one for them to win next game we want to talk about our number two team also unbeaten Dudley Uh, They are playing another unbeaten team themselves, Fayetteville Pine Forest, which is 4-0. Dudley had to rally to pull out a win at Durham Hillside last Friday night. Hendon Hooker, first time he's played in the fourth quarter of a game all year, and they needed him. Throws a touchdown pass with 25.7 seconds left to Thomas Young to pull that one out. Uh, I don't see it being quite that close this time. What are your thoughts on this one?
1: No, Dudley's going to take care of this one pretty easily. Uh, They'll be back home. It'll be nice and easy for them. Um... You know, I think last week there was just a lot of emotions and a lot of things going on around Hendon, mm-hmm. and uh, really nice to see him pull out a victory in the last few seconds, but at the same time, uh, that's a that's a tough week of a roller coaster yeah. uh, for a young man his age, and uh, he, he persevered through it, and I'm sure that... Uh, Justin Fuente and company, were very happy to see that.
0: Yeah, you're of course referring to the suspension that was reduced to a disqualification, and rightfully so when you looked at the video of that from uh, their game the previous week with Davie County. But uh, yeah, he, he came through in a big way. You know, take nothing away from uh, Pine Forest, they are 4-0, but their, their four wins are not against the strongest competition, not against the kind of teams that Dudley's played. This is, this is the third week in a row Dudley's playing a team that goes into the game unbeaten. You know, they're playing some some decent teams. But yeah, again, this, this is a game where I would expect the Panthers to uh, take care of business. The only possible glitch for them is they cannot look forward to the game the following week at Richmond County, which is a huge game, one of the two teams that beat them, the only one in the regular season last year. And they can't afford to get caught looking ahead to that. Uh, they can't,
1: especially because last year was such a sloppy game with the weather and mm-hmm. 14 to 12, if I'm not mistaken. With yeah, the final score. Sir. Yes. And, uh, and just a really ugly game all the way around from yeah. everybody involved. And so I know they're going to want redemption, but it's one week at a time.
0: Exactly. It's a cliche, but it's, it's a cliche because it's true. Uh, another one we want to talk about, uh, number three, Reedsville. 4-0 in our poll against Northern Guilford. The Nighthawks are 0-3. <clears throat> Three straight losses for the first time in program history. Uh, we knew that they were gonna struggle a bit this year. A lot of seniors on last year's team. Five kids were either first or second team. HS Extra all area for us. But uh, it's been a little bit tougher for them, I think, than than uh, we expected it to be. Last week, a very difficult loss. 7-3 at Williams. A game that they had opportunities if they'd been able to, to make a play to win the game, and that's the kind of thing that Northern has done over the years, even in the tight games. They found a way to make a play They didn't last week. This Reedsville team is not the team that, that they want to be playing at 0-3. No,
1: it's not. Uh, Northern Guilford just doesn't have the horses. It, it's that simple, yeah. and uh, you got to feel for them, because yeah. they, they've got a really tough non-conference schedule that yeah. they got to roll through here. I mean, those three games that uh, they've lost have been to top-notch Talent. I mean, those, those are not As, slaps and they teams. they
0: hung with Northwest into the, it in with the Northwest third quarter. And they were
1: with and they were with Williams this past yes, week. Yes. And Williams is a good ball is an unbeaten team. Correct. So you're talking about teams that you know. Yes, it's an 0 and 3 record, but at the same time, uh, it's not a disastrous right. set of circumstances. You're going to be able to sneak some games out. You're going to win your games you're supposed to. They have they have
0: the three Rockingham County 3A schools, Rockingham County, Moorhead, and McMichael, who are all really down this year, and really struggling. That's that's three games that they want to be able to win. You know, there's there's a few other another game or two that they might be able to steal somewhere along the line. But you know, it's it, it's a it's a tough schedule if they play, as you say. And and Reedsville is. This is the best Reedsville team in the last few years. They have struggled the last few years to throw the football with Tanner Wilson, their senior quarterback, who's got a lot of experience, got a big arm and good size. He's been throwing the ball. They have been uh, explosive on special teams. Austin Chestnut, one of their players, uh, tied a state record with three punt returns for a touchdown in one game. He's got four of those for the season. Just a lot of talent there and a team that feels like uh, they underachieved last year by their standards, and they feel like they have something to prove. and you know they're they're doing it in the non-conference schedule, which is really it for them. Their conference is is not very strong. They'll roll through it. They've got this game, then a week off, then they play at Northwest Guilford. and they played at Andrews last week and and won pretty convincingly. this is a very good Reedsville team.
1: That Northwest game next week could. Could be a big one. We're going to have to see That's what... That's two weeks out. For excuse me, two weeks out. Two weeks out, yeah. Uh, could be a big one. We're really going to have to see what the prognosis is on, on Thomas Hennigan and, and how that MRI comes back. But if Hennigan, by some miracle, is back, mm-hmm. that will be a fantastic ball game.
0: Yep, yep. A lot of talent on the field. And, you know, Northwest got firepower even without him. But um, their, their loss last week to Southeast was definitely a product of... of Thomas Hennigan going out with an injury in the second quarter. And, you know, Coach Jared Rolf has said he's, he's their energy giver. He's the guy that they, they look to for leadership, emotional leadership, every kind of leadership and losing him hurt and to take nothing away from southeast they made some great defensive adjustments in that game basically went scrapped the game plan that they'd spent a week preparing with and went back to what they do and it worked very well and you know just just an impressive win for them on the road to pull out the game the way they did on a two-point conversion late uh, but again you reedsville is probably going to be too much for Northern. Every time I underestimate them, they they come back and haunt me. But as you say, this Northern Guilford team, kids who are playing hard, giving it what they've got, they're just not as talented as the teams that they've had in recent years and that we're used to seeing. And to touch on Southeast, what you just said, you can only beat the team that is out in front of you.
1: You do not control who is in front of you. Exactly. You only beat the people that you can beat. And that is exactly what, what Southeast did. So... Uh, there's nothing being taken away from from them. That the, you go right. out and you play the circumstances that you're dealt.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know they had to get a two point conversion. They had to make plays, and they did. So, a, a huge credit to them for that win on the road last week. Last game we want to talk about Reagan at Page. Page is our number 14, three and one on on a roll since they uh, they fourth quarter collapse that cost them against Davie County in 39-29 uh, loss Reagan and Page last year was the game that was delayed what an hour and a half two hours because Page got stuck in traffic heading over there oh, because of an accident. don't remind
1: me and then it was a 56 56 50 game to talk about that and the game everybody else in in town was listening to the game because they were done for the
0: yeah. past hour and oh it was yeah I don't, I don't know if that game ended in time for the highlight shows on Friday night it, it was it was that late game this year, a little bit different. I mean, you, you know quite a bit about that Reagan team. They're not the offensive uh, fireworks show that they were last year. They are a little bit better defensively. But what do you look for in this game? I, I, look, I look for Reagan's offense
1: to, to struggle, honestly. Mm-hmm. Reagan's offense has struggled against teams that's with solid defenses. Mm-hmm. And Page. Has a really good defense when they're focused. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Tisdale. You've got you've got Will playing a little bit. You've got Leak who can run and keep the ball. I mean, this is a team that can hurt you in many different ways. Yeah. Page can and Reagan's offense just is not what we're used to under Josh McGee. And mm-hmm. I don't think that he. Again, similar to the Northern Guilford situation, right. I don't think he's got the horses he's used to having on the offensive side of the football. Now, their mm. defense is much better. right? Reagan's defense is much better. They took Northern Guilford's old defensive coordinator, and they yep. have brought him over to Reagan, yep. and he's doing a very nice job. Uh, they're holding teams to out of the 40s. Uh, they're mostly in the 20s. Yeah, and which usually, is what they have to do with their offenses. Right, and yep. usually... Um, Usually that would put Reagan in a chance to win, but just haven't been able to really yeah. do it. And, you know, they lost to Glenn, and then Glenn got smoked by Tabor this week. I yeah. mean, it's just a mess over in Forsyth County yeah. right now. Yeah,
0: Page, uh, since that loss, uh, is lighting up scoreboards. Uh, you know, the offense when they don't turn the ball over when they don't make mistakes there's a lot of firepower there you mentioned Javon Leak uh, the Maryland commit he is having a great season Uh, he is as good a downhill runner when he when he makes one cut and goes he's as good a runner as you're going to see in North Carolina he really has been explosive in limited duty they've had to take they've taken him out of games quite a bit early Uh, Will Jones with only one receiver back Who caught a pass last year, Ronald Polite Polite has been a factor, but Will Jones Has been finding a lot of other people too And throwing the ball really well uh, That That's an offense that Can put points on the board quickly As you say, good defense uh, You know, the the Page East Forsyth game, which is coming up Very soon, uh, was a fantastic Game last year, 31-30 Win for East Forsyth over, over in uh, uh, Kernersville And uh, a Passed to DeAndre Overton that from where we were we couldn't tell if he got a foot down in bounds or not. Some pe- the page people thought he did. The East Forsyth people thought he didn't, and that was what the referees ruled. But the, the, the officials still
1: don't know. Yeah,
0: because they, were, they weren't within 20 yards, and it was so still dark, dark in that corner of the end zone. The lighting wasn't great, so who <laughs> really <laughs> knows? Real. But, but that was a fantastic game last year, and uh, when East comes over here uh, very shortly to play the rematch, if. If Paige is is as sharp as they've been the last few weeks, that's gonna be a great game to watch. So that's about it for this week. Uh, we've touched on four very good games. There are a bunch more. Look for scouting reports at hsextra.com on Thursday afternoon in Friday's print edition of the News & Record. Full predictions from Spencer and I. Uh, we were both 11 and four in our predictions last week. Spencer with a two and a half game lead on me through four weeks and uh, Uh, We've got all the same teams winning, although by very different scores this week. So there shouldn't be any shakeup. There won't be any shakeup there. But anyway, you can look for those predictions and you can follow us on Twitter. My handle is at Joe Serrera NR. And for Spencer, it's at Turkin35. Thank you for listening.